Okay, we're just, <laughs> we're just gonna go for it. Oh no, it already says too high. I just dipped my left headphone into my cup of coffee. So I don't know if I'm hearing how this is gonna sound, but we shall see. Hey, welcome along the first podcast episode of Live with Lil. And let me tell you a little something about how this came about, who I am. My name is Elizabeth Henstridge. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but this is the first time I have recorded one that is my own. And I played Agent Gemma Simmons in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which wrapped up its six-year run, seven seasons on ABC. It is now playing on Netflix, and I think it's still on Hulu. And, ah, well... Okay, here's the thing. Here's how it all came about. And this could go on and on, but I love that about podcasts. Hey, welcome to a three hour long podcast. It will not be three hours long. Uh, we'll make sure of that. So we finished. First, I feel like I should say, I don't know. I want to know how you guys are. Um, if you're listening to this, you have probably already watched on YouTube, maybe. Or maybe we've just figured out this podcast algorithm real well and you just stumbled here by accident. But regardless, welcome one and all. We have an email set up that it would be great if you guys could email comments and rate and review this podcast and all those things that people say that I should probably say here. We have a Gmail account. It is livewithlilpodcast at gmail.com. So feel free to give us an email. We finished filming season seven, which we knew was going to be our final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in early August 2019. But it was the first year that it was going to be a while before the episodes were going to come out. So we finished everything and then episode six started airing. Episode six, season six started airing. Oh, brilliant. And then season seven didn't start airing until spring of 2020. So I was filming something in London in February of this year, 2020, and it got shut down because of the pandemic, obviously. And so then I came back, managed to get a flight to LA before they sort of really locked everything down. A full disclaimer, by the way, I'm recording this in Zach, my fiance's parents basement so it's almost like we're in a little den at the moment I have a fluffy sort of felty ruggy type situation over the top the microphone is in the middle this precious microphone that I have been reading so many reviews on and you know salivated over for weeks got my special microphone Behind my special microphone is a chair with its back facing to me that the little fluffy fleecy rug is over. And then the other side of the rug is over me. In the middle, I have my laptop kind of skewed in there. I have my little notes uh, sitting on the floor. I feel like you need all these details. And anybody could come in at any time or, you know, like the water cooler could just kick on or the AC unit. There's also little beeps that come when anyone goes in and out of the outside door that you can hear from down here could be toilet flushes you know I'm recording this in the morning a Saturday morning vibe is how we're recording this so there could be you know shouts to take the rubbish out or you know there's a plethora of things that could happen which I just you know it's organic it's authentic 
and it's flipping 2020, you know? So just so you guys know, I thought someone came in then. So I lifted up my little side of my den. Um, and Zach's parents are absolutely amazing. And I don't think that they would be surprised by anything, but I haven't let them know that I'm recording, you know, a little podcast under a blanket in their basement. So if they come in, I might need to take a second to explain, but hopefully we can edit whatever we need to edit. Oh my gosh, where was I? Okay, so yeah. So I flew back to LA and then it was, you know, quarantine time and we've all gone through our own version of of interesting this year. One moment, please. Right, we have moved locations. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that. I presume you could because it felt very loud to me. Something or other kicked on in the basement that felt like it was a slow moving train coming right towards the microphone so we have gone and woken Zach up and now I am sitting at the foot of the bed in the basement on the floor we've got our little fleecy blankets come with us and the chair and our fancy microphone so here we are I feel like I was babbling so it's probably a sign from the universe that I needed to pause relocate record again and try and be a bit more succinct so I was thinking during quarantine about how how lucky I am to be surrounded by so many incredible people at what they do and the top of the game in their craft and all the departments that I am lucky enough to know about and have seen the process and you know it was just I think this year has been a time of reflection for a lot of people and it has certainly been that way for me And then just knowing that this was going to be our final season, usually when we filmed Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we film a couple and then it starts to be on the air. So as we're filming, it's also on week by week and it it feels a bit more chaotic in a way. And for us to have been able to film it all, wrap it all up, say our goodbyes to the show, and then for it to be six to nine months before it came on the air, it allowed for this wonderful feeling of calm and reflection and I was just I've never been so proud I've loved being in the show I can't tell you I have loved every second of it I mean I'm doing a podcast about it for goodness sakes but there was something about season seven that just felt so so special of course it was our last one so it was going to feel special in some way but I just wanted to scream from the rooftops how amazing everybody that worked on the show is and how many people are involved backstage and behind the cameras and something came over me that made me want to share it I don't know if it's with 2020 and everything that's happened is just really trying to highlight some people that are just incredible and maybe don't always get the time on with the mic so I don't know what came over me I think it was that you know all of a sudden you had a whole day ahead of you and what were you going to do in lockdown and everything so I started a YouTube channel uh, that I have been loving. It's equal parts terrifying and loving. Oh, you can get, feel like Zach's trying to get out of bed and not move very much. So if you hear him scuttling in the background, that's him. Still trying to sleep. Resolutely has his eye mask on. A nice man. Yes, and then when season seven started airing, I just, I, can't, I think it might have been Zach's idea actually to do a live watch along and obviously everything was Zoom and still is Zoom at the point of recording this. So we got the cast together and we'd often always watch the first episode together anyway and then the finale we'd kind of get together as a cast and uh, the creators and we'd all watch it together and that wasn't possible 
uh, for this season because of quarantine. Hello, I feel like I've said that a thousand times. So sorry about that. So we started doing these live watch-alongs and it'd be on Zoom and we'd watch it when the show was airing. Oh, actually we did it with the East Coast feed and we had the actors on and different people from behind the scenes and it was just so fun and such a wonderful way to share it. And then we got to the finale of season seven and I invited a bunch of fans on, viewers, people that have been with us since the start and then at the end of the finale, we had a thousand people come on the Zoom and it was just an epic, honestly life-changing moment. It was, I mean, I could cry just thinking about it, clearly I'm still so obsessed with the show and not over it. But it was just so amazing because it felt, I never thought as an actor I would be on such a long journey with a community. It really feels like a community. And then the thought of not having those weekly check-ins with everybody and sharing after doing 13 episodes, I want to say it was 13 episodes, and was it 12? Could have been 12. Of season seven, there were still so many people that worked on the show that we hadn't heard from and stories of how to get there. And the reason I, I started this to share season seven, I was so proud of it, so proud of everybody involved, but also to help to demystify the industry a bit and show ways that you could be involved that weren't just acting if that wasn't, isn't what you're into. And if it is, then you know, we've got loads of stories about how people got involved in their journeys to, you know, being this character on screen. But there's also all the different departments and all the different writers and directors and how they got there. And, you know, there's just so many people from lots of departments, pre-production, production and post-production that we haven't heard from yet that I just felt like, oh, people started asking, oh, I'd love to have this person, that person. And they're just there wasn't enough in that in season seven to be able to do it. So I thought, oh, let's start with, let's just do some more episodes. Let's do the favorite episodes. And then I asked people to send in their favorite episodes on my YouTube channel. And we just got so many. I say we, it's me, I. <laughs> like I have this whole team around me. I mean, I have, I feel like I do this blanket around me. And you guys, oh, this is so funny. I'm just sitting on the floor in the dark, with a blanket over my head, talking to my new fancy microphone. Anyway, there was a lot of suggestions for the episodes, and I don't really know what came over me, but I just decided let's do every single episode, because then we just have the ability to talk to so many people. So this is the journey now for two years. And then amazing Augustine emailed me and said, hey, why don't we turn it into a podcast? So this is what we're doing. Long story short, welcome to the first episode of Live with Lil, the podcast. How it's going to go is I'm going to film, uh, film, thank God I'm not filming this. Someone should be filming this because um, this is 2020 in a nutshell. Uh, I'll be filming a, ex oh my gosh, filming, recording, I'll be recording an introduction for each of the episodes and a little outro. The main body of this will be what is recorded on YouTube and it's all through Zoom, sound quality, you know, probably debatably good, okay? You'll get the vibe of it. Each week we're going to have different people on that were involved in the episode. Some weeks will be fans instead of people that were in the episode necessarily. We'll try loads of different formats. We're just playing. It feels like this is this is the time to play an experiment. I'm so happy that you're here. Please do rate, review, subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
if you want but Augustine emailed me and he was watching the YouTube and he's now helping me do this podcast and he was saying that the way that he listened to the pod that oh my gosh the way he listened to the YouTube was that he would put his headphones in and go walk around and just have YouTube playing on his phone which made him think oh well maybe this could be a podcast as well so here we are so we've already recorded all of season seven and let me know in the comments how you feel like this should go but what we felt like would be a good approach is if we started with season one and then maybe release season seven in order or do you want the season seven now let me know but we're going to start today with the pilot that the wonderful Jay August came on and was the guest who played Mike Peterson and then later Deathlock, if you want a spoiler, in the pilot. And we just had such a great chat. He's one of the most incredible people I've ever met, a brilliant actor to work opposite. And it was so lovely to have him there and just reminisce with him and watch it through. So if you do want to watch along to the podcast, we do a countdown when we press play on Netflix. Or I think it just also stands up as just a convo in itself. Fingers crossed, because we've made a whole podcast about it. (laughs) So this episode is called Pilot, which I was quite surprised at because every pilot's called a pilot and they named it Pilot. So anyway, this is Pilot. We shot it in January of 2013. Oh my gosh, we are such babies in it. It was directed by Joss Whedon, created and written by Joss Whedon, Marissa Tancheron and Jed Whedon. Here's the blurb. S.H.I.E.L.D. puts together a special team led by Agent Phil Coulson, Phil Coulson, to track down a mysterious man with special abilities and the young computer hacker that's encouraging him to reveal himself to the world. I loved going back and watching this episode. I hope you enjoy the chat. Thank you for being here. We also have the incredible, I'm saying that a bit louder because he's sleeping. He's lying in the bed right next to me. Zachary Burt Abel, who monitors the chat and asks questions from the chat and has actually had a cameo in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So there you go. Thank you guys for being here. That is the story of how Live With Lil came about. I hope that you enjoy this episode and I'm going to see you after. Hey, this is Live With Lil. Thanks for being here. Episode one, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Pilot. Welcome to level seven. This is actually a bit thrilling. Someone really wanted our initials to spell out shield. We have a small but active fan base. We are unstoppable together. You guys are my family. We don't move on. We hold that place in our heart, even after we say goodbye. We are not agents of nothing. We are agents of shield. It's, oh my gosh. I mean, I don't think I've been this excited for a live since doing the finale the final 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 episode um oh here we go just meet myself this i don't know this to me represents um the start of something so oh my gosh i remembered my engagement ring this uh it just feels like it's the start of something special and um i'm also gonna put on the community tab after this. Oh, Maggie just came in the room. We're down, um, we're staying at Zach's parents' house at the moment and we are in the the basement. <laughs> so that's where we are right now so that we can be quiet for them upstairs. Um, so what was I saying? Oh yes, after this, 
So we're gonna, Jay's gonna come on, who plays Mike Peterson in the pilot, and then later another character, I don't want to spoil it, just in case you're watching along for the first time. Uh, when he's in here, which I think will be around 10, so in like five minutes, uh, we'll press play on Netflix. I hope you guys are watching along as well. Um, but when this is done, I'm going to go on the community tab and I'm going to ask you guys for your help with a poll, which um, will kind of dictate how these lives go moving forward. Um, because now season seven is over, the show is done. And I now we're entering this new phase of like, obviously going back and rewatching them. So um, I've asked for your help before with it. Thank you so much. You guys were so helpful. You'll see what I mean when I um, ask the question as to why I would love your help. Because m the whole point for me is to make this what whatever it is that we've created i'd love it to be exactly what you guys want so i'm just gonna ask you what you want um so this is oh my gosh i meant to uh we shot this pilot in 2013 gosh i meant to look this up <gasps> here he is oh, hi here I come. Yes, here you are. Hi. <laughs> so oh cute. my gosh, how fun is this? So fun. So fun. <laughs> I was just trying to remember when we shot this. Mm. I want to say, Zach just walked in. I feel like he's going to know. I want to say 2013. January. January 2013. Does that feel right? Um. 2013, let me think. Yeah, because I think 2012 was uh, the worst year of my life. So I think it was 2013. <laughs> What's up, Zach? Hey, hey. How you doing, man? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. Good to see you. Yes, yeah, I think nice it was 2013. You. That makes sense, right? That makes sense. So that means it was- 2012 the worst year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing, but I'm laughing. It's worth laughing. I can laugh now. <laughs> but doesn't that always happen? You have the worst year and it just makes way for the good stuff. Exactly. Yes, for sure. How are you guys? You look We're well. good. You do too. We miss you. You too. Where are you guys? In WeHo? No, we're in Indiana right now. Oh! I know. We're, nice. we're visiting Zach's parents. Yes. So we're in the basement right now yeah. on the floor. <laughs> On cushions. <laughs> yes. Propped up next to a closet. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So wait, how many of these are you going to do? Well, this is what I need people's help with. At the end, I'm going to put a poll on my page to see what people want. Because nice. we did all of season seven. So this started with doing season seven. Oh, nice. And then people were so positive about it as a way of kind of you know, introducing another side to the industry, maybe. Um, so now I'm doing the pilot and we'll see. I love it. So when you came to do, so at 10, I'm going to try and start. So at seven, your time. Okay. Play on my little other laptop. Okay, cool. Me too. Um, when you, like, what, how did you get to this part, I guess, in, you know, two minutes? <laughs> 
How did I get to this part? Yeah. Meaning this role? Yeah, this role. Are you recording? Are we doing this now? It's happening right now. I had no idea. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's okay, because the reason I asked was because it starts with 2012 being the worst year of my life. Right. It does. Um, and it, it was started even before that because I got this role was the the um, catalyst, or shall I say the endpoint of three years of un or underemployment. So I was going through this really rough patch where like every role that I was going out for, they either said I look too young for or I look too old for. And no one was in a place to cast me as a parent at that point, because at that time I looked really, really young. I still looked super young. And so still do, Jay. Yeah, you still look so young. Oh, please. I look every minute of it at this point, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. But yeah, I was I was really having this hard time crossing between like adults and like the kind of young adult roles that I was playing. And um, you know, it led to this really intense soul search where I had to figure out the definition of the word self-esteem because I felt like I was leaning on everything outside of my life for my feel good about myself. Yeah. You know, my career, which had now stalled, you know, the piles, not piles, but the substantial money in my bank account, you know, the beautiful car I was driving, the popularity that came with being on TV as consistently as I was up until that time. But as more time passed, those things started to dwindle. So I went on this deep soul search and came to this beautiful moment where I just became so proud of myself <laughs> And I, and I kind of jokingly say I fell back in love with myself because I thought about how hard I was still working even though I wasn't booking anything. Yeah. And so then when this role came across, the audition scene was my last scene where the character has his back up against the wall of his life as well, but he still believes in himself, right? So it was a weird audition where they would only give me the sides right before I walked in oh and basically God. I read it. And when I got to that line, I could be you know, a hero everything that I had been through in the last three years came back to me. And, oh, that, and I was like, I understand what that feels like. So, and for me, I don't like to go in for something if I can't work on it. So I was like, if I understand the emotional place of that line, I'll understand every other line. So every other line I was kind of reading for the first time yeah, and applying everything I'd been through to it. And then when I got the part, uh, everybody said, all the producers said, you know, when you got to that line, I could be, you know, a hero. We all just cried. There was just something about the way you delivered that. Oh. That's how I got the part. Oh my gosh, what an incredible story. Yeah, amazing story. Boy, well, you've put me in a really emotional mood for press and play now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Okay, so well, hopefully we're, we're running con concurrently. Yeah. So what are we gonna do? Just talk about everything as it comes up? Yeah. And then Zach is looking at the live chat, so he'll be seeing yeah, questions the from so them be... too. Okay, are you people ready? People are loving your story, Jay. Yeah. There's lots of comments about your story being very inspiring, so. Oh my God, people are watching already? Yes, and There's like 1,800 they... people live with us right now. <laughs> I'm so ill-prepared for this, oh my God. No, you're not, no, you're not. I started, but oh well. <laughs> no, I'm so happy, you look amazing. I mean, feel free to do whatever you want. Wait. But, um, okay. So I'm going to count it down. We'll press play on one, okay? Okay, so, okay, let me know when Marvel starts scrolling for you because that's where mine is and I'm going to start it there. Okay, so you know I'm going to press play in three, two, one. And now it's... Uh, I let that part uh, pass. Uh, and then 
Yes, now. Yes, it's going. Boom. <laughs> I'm turn my volume down. Oh yeah, we should probably turn us down. I haven't seen this Me probably neither. since it came out. Oh Maybe at Comic Con. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I've seen pictures from it and stuff, but gosh, this gives me such a weird feeling because at the time of us all auditioning, when did you audition? Do you remember? Last, one? Very, very last. Um, right before production. Right. Wow. In January or February. First of all, can I just say how much I love that kid? I love a Johnny Reister. He is so amazing. Megan um, Bradner commented on my post today, who's like Ms. Marvel, she's absolutely amazing. She uh, she was like, he's oh, more 40 now. Yeah. I know he is. <laughs> he doesn't post as much on his Instagram anymore, so I don't know what he looks like right now. He's a man, I bet. <laughs> probably so, probably oh. so. What oh, is that like when, when you work with, oh By my way, gosh. Can I, just say, can I just say, I have never been more nervous in my entire life than that scene because the building was rigged to blow and I knew that if I screwed up, it would screw up the entire shot. And so I've never been more nervous in my entire life. Oh my gosh, of course. You yeah, that whole get... first scene. Yeah, because I was thinking, you know, for the for the explosion, there's so many different cameras, but yeah. then if you're an actor, you only yeah. get one shot at that. <laughs> the director, I knew I would want to use that shot if I were Joss because I because yeah. the building was rigged behind us. So by the way, I rehearsed this part for two days straight. How? Oh, stop. Yeah, for two days. How did you rehearse something like that? How did they you go shoot that? Like, they, had to, they had to figure out like how long my arms were and stuff for the pre um, places where the brick wall would break. And so we, we kind of marked it out the first day, then I went through it the second day. And uh, yeah, rehearsed it for two days. So how did you, so that was a real, a, a real wall? No, it was a rigged studio wall. Right. And uh, oh, I had to do that a bunch of times too. My leg was so, my legs were so tight. <laughs> it was the rigged studio wall, um, but they were like punch outs. So I had to know where to punch to, to oh, you know, yeah. grab what I needed in order to go up to the next part. And then How were cool. you on a wire? I was on a wire, yes. Gosh, I just, yeah. I, I don't know what I assumed that was. How yeah. you would have shot that. And the budget was a lot higher, I think. Oh my gosh, oh, that budget was so huge. From what I'm to understand, that was the most expensive pilot up until that point ever made, as far as I'm to understand. Yeah, pre-Game of Thrones must have been. Right. Maybe network. How crazy. Oh, it's so nice watching this with you. I love Nutty. And they did this in Paris, right? They did this in Paris. Yeah, Brett Ooh. flew over. I think it was only Brett that went. I oh, think yeah, so. It's like his start thing. And we... Um, you know, we hadn't known each other that long, obviously, at this point. And we were like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so glamorous. You're so lucky you get to go because we heard rumors someone would go. And um, he just said he, they flew, they landed, uh, he, like they went straight to bed, got up, shot all day, got on the plane, flew back to LA, and then he was back on set that day. Are you serious? Yes, he was like, I didn't really see Paris. I'm so jet lagged. Was that during the pilot or before? It was, uh, I think it was during. I thought it was after you had wrapped and they flew over and did oh, they went a on unit the next... with him and then they had to do something else with him back in LA. That's what oh. I thought it was. But I don't know. It was, I mean, I mean you have such ago. a better memory than I do. Wow. 
Zach. Um, I know. You're oh my gosh, this tray, I'd forgotten this. I feel like we used to have so many more gadgets than I remember. Thing, you know? Brett um, was just at my house uh, last week. He was going to come on tonight, but um, he's on vacay right now. He's gone on a little safe vacay. So, holiday. Yeah, a little holiday. Oh, so he's going to do next week. Um, but how was oh, it? Kobe. I forgot Kobe was in there. Yeah. Yep. Isn't it? She's not, that's not Kobe, though. This no, scene was, you just saw her name. Yeah. This scene was so good. So good. I would love to know how long that took. It's so like James Bondy with the fireplace coming down. It is. Was your audition process as sort of, um, well, I was almost going to use the word rigorous, but what was your audition process like? And is this a good time to talk about it or should we not? Great times. Brett okay. Senior. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I auditioned. I first got the audition in October, I want to say, of 20. 12 okay and um similar thing well actually not similar thing to you because we had our scenes already it was just we couldn't know what the project was we didn't have the whole script and they were still Fitzsimmons called Fitzsimmons but all you know the characters were kind of made up and we didn't talk about Colson but it kind of felt like we might have been mm. um, and I went in for my first round I dressed super nerdy. I had a long gray skirt on, a lace blouse done right up to the top. I had a little Fred Perry cardigan over the top. I mean, I looked like I had come out of the 1910s. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very, it was very extra. I really took that buttoned up scientist to the far. Yeah. And, um, I thought I'd done okay on my first audition. I went in for Sarah Finn. And I was just so happy to be in the room. Yeah. And then um, I didn't hear anything for a couple of weeks. And then, cause it was so early, right? Like yeah. the season was so far away still. And then I went in for producers and it was Joss and then Mo and Jed and Belle. And I think, I don't know if Jeff Loeb was there actually, but mm. Joss was just like, you know, I heard of Joss Whedon and I just couldn't believe I was going to be in the same room as him. And then I thought I'd, I thought I'd ruin the audition. I, I thought I'd, I thought, I thought, I felt like it might have been the worst audition of my whole life. Because, Are you serious? Yeah. Cause at the end of it, um, they just didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. So I got up and I was like, okay, should I? So I'll go now, thanks so much. And then I, you know, you do that walk to the door where you just so slowly in case they might stop you. And they did stop me and they said, um, oh my gosh, Colson just came on. That, that was the best entrance, I think, in television. In oh my gosh, the walking out of the shadows. Look how cute <laughs> he looks. Um, <laughs> oh, long story short, basically at the end of my audition, they said, um, can you do Fitz's lines? Mm. And I, I don't know where this confidence came from, but I just said, uh, yeah, I'll do it right now. And they said, you can go out and practice it if you want. And I said, oh, no, I, I like, I know them. Yeah. I got every single line wrong because oh. I didn't really know them. <laughs> right. And I felt like I should have gone out and looked over it. I just didn't want to lose that energy in the room, you know, yeah. like when, you, when you've done it a couple of times and you feel a bit looser. Anyway, so I drove home going, oh my gosh, I probably called you yeah, and just said, yeah, what did I do? Why did I not just take five minutes? 
anyway, then two weeks later, I got the call of the test and then- Oh my God. Really Did you fun. test for the role of fits or, I mean, which lines? The initial lines or the new yes, lines? Yes, the initial lines, lines. Okay. yeah. They said since, I think Jed said a couple of weeks ago, actually, he wanted to see if I could do the more- uh, Like the snappier- The snappier like, lines, like uh, Fitz's lines were kind of a different tone. And right. they said when I walked out of the second audition, they felt like I might, I was their Simmons, That's which is so funny. Cause I walked out thinking, no way. what did I just do? You are so talented though. Your version of a bad audition has got to be like somebody else's like, oh you know, my gosh. Name, so. Stop. No, I think what it was, was that I was finally, I, well, I hadn't rehearsed it. So mm -hmm. like you say, when it, it made it a bit more real and like in your audition, when you got to that moment of realness, Mm -hmm. It just kind of people feel it. It's just right. the oh, that's him. I think it was a right. similar thing for me. As soon as I took my brain out of the way and just did it, it's just that like oh, it's her. Like, it wasn't perfect, right. but that felt real. It felt authentic because I hadn't practiced it. You know what the other weird thing about my audition experience was is that when I read in the trades that Joss was doing a show uh, called Agents of Shield, I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to be on that show. Wow. And I called my manager, mind you, now this is three years of little to no work. I called my manager and I said, is there anything in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for me? And he was like, she, she was like, absolutely not. You don't, you're not right for any of the roles in it. Nothing. I was like, not a scientist, there's somebody in the walking down the hall. I know Joss, it could turn into a recurring. Nope, there's nothing in it for you. And Joss said he only thought of me at 11 o'clock that morning because they had spent a long time looking for this character and they were they, I don't know if they were looking for a brother or not. Um, and he said at 11 o'clock, he woke up and was like, oh my God, Jake could play this part. And I went, that's why I went in at three and that's how I ended up getting the part, so. Wow. So you went, so they called, so it was the same day audition? Same day audition, yep. Yes, and one thing that they did do for me was they sent me the sides um, at home because of me and Joss's relationship. So that, you know, like he's not gonna tell anybody, whatever. Right, so I right, did right. get them a little bit, a little bit before I had to go in and I worked on it right before. That's when I read it and kind of, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but still, you we usually get. I'm just gonna hop in real quick because there's a couple questions for you, Jay, that are like flying through. One, did you enjoy playing superhero roles? And then the second was, did you know how big your character would be and that you'd have like such an arc? Absolutely not. I had no clue. I figured it was one and done. Um, and of course, because at the time it was a pilot and so nobody knew if we were ever gonna shoot anything ever again, but I had no clue. I just figured I was the case of the week and that, um, and that I would, you know, and that would be that. Definitely. But mind you, this role was so pivotal for me in a career sense because this was the first time people were seeing me play a father playing like a grown man. So kind of like, I think that people kind of forgot about me in those three years. And then because the show was so big and you know, there was so much hype around it that Just, everyone watched. And so everybody said, oh yeah, I forgot about him. You know, oh, we could get him like this, that and the next and so. So things have been really great. Isn't the industry since. just so fickle. It's just such a fickle pickle. Yeah. Well, wow. and when it's your time, you know, like you, this, it's, it does so much to a person when you get that yes, when yeah. you finally, you know, any actor you see on screen, nine times out of 10, they don't get the job. Exactly. Kind of whomever you are, at whatever, like, 
height of fame or whatever like I would just assume you get every role you go in because I feel like every time I turn the tv on you're there <laughs> you're in our you've been in our favorite shows yes oh my god you've always told me that too favorite favorite all of your choices I I loved you I'm blanking on the name with Jason Ritter Kevin Kevin. I I was so upset Mm -hmm. when the show got canceled and you were so brilliant so brilliant and just love dance yes amazing show oh my god thank you so much thank you just I mean you've done everything you know I owe a lot to the show but I really owe a lot to this show because it really kind of you know really jump-started this section of my career. Sidebar, please. this day when we were shooting this scene, we yeah. shot this scene and the my last scene um, in around the same time. And for it, this was after the finale scene. That morning that I woke up to do the last scene, the monologue that we're about to see, a spider or something bit me above the eye. And I have this humongous welt on my eye. You kind of can't see oh, it. Oh, I kind of remember. Yeah, it screwed up all of Joss's plans for this scene. They had to put me on the other side of the thing because I had this humongous bump. I mean, it's covered in makeup. I even think they must have done there. You can see it right there. Yeah, yes. you can see it popping out. Yeah, I, I, I think they did effect makeup. Did it hurt? It did. It did. It did hurt. And my eye was half closed. So they sent me to a dermatologist. He literally cut my face open, pulled it out, and stitched it back together. Oh, I think this is the day with the stitches. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's crazy. I know. And it was so crazy because I felt so much pressure about that final monologue, you know, um, and then to have that on top of it, it was insane. Well, and those, those scenes are on location. So you only have, you know, as a show, you only get those locations for so much time. Right. And it looks like it's outside so it's like kind of daylight dependent. Right. And then, and the pressure of doing a pilot yes. is kind of like nothing else. Right. Do Everyone's- you feel like you play your character? Did you, do you, okay, because when we were doing the pilot, everyone's got to know, everyone's commenting. They're yes. trying to make it very, you know, whatever. Do yes. you feel that um, you play the character in the same way seven seasons later? I mean, obviously the character grew a lot. There were a lot of new circumstances in X, Y, and Z, but do you feel like your approach changed over the seven year seasons? Um, definitely. I feel like in my first year, I was running on fear over anything else. <laughs> And then I'd have moments in scenes that I would just, it would drop in and I would feel that like, you know, that thrill of being an actor and it'd feel good. And then I'd go back to just being scared for my life again. So, but, and that's, that's like something, oh, here they come little Fitzsimmons. That's something that I, well, probably not the first year, probably like, I think episode six for me was a big deal. I got some really good scenes to do. Oh, look how little we are. I remember this day, I had, um, I have such a sensitive stomach. I'm allergic to so much stuff. And um, I didn't usually eat the hot lunch because I usually like sandwiches for my lunch because just so British. And this day I was like, oh yeah, I'll have lunch. I'll have a hot lunch with everyone. And um, it, bloated my stomach I was in so much pain in this scene because I think there was something in it that I was allergic to and it just like 
my I between takes I was just like doubled over with cramps and then oh my God. Um, I know and I just where in the production is this like where in the month because I believe we took a month to shoot the pilot right yes I such a long they pilot. employed me yeah. I think for 32 days and I think I worked three like sh filmed for three days <laughs> oh my God. But, but where in that is this like toward the beginning or toward the end I think this was towards the end okay i only did three days so i feel like this was probably like my day two or three maybe well, it was day three that was probably why i was like oh let's like live a little let's live a little, yeah, have a little lunch. Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> what could it possibly hurt um so then two of your three days were with me because then we worked together in the final scene yes yes yeah this just so i mean just this just the plane, the bus, like, Amazing. do you remember walking through that and just, it was so luxurious. It was oh my God. the nicest place I've ever been in. Like, I had never seen such sets. I mean, that set went on and on and on. Because you've obviously been on so many sets at this point. And for, by this point in the pilot, obviously, I mean, you were working actor for years and years and years. Did this still feel like a big because to me it just felt it so is. huge but like i hadn't yeah. done hardly anything oh god it felt so huge to me the production um the pressure the the the, the executives the people who would come on 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 set yeah um yeah it felt huge how do you deal with that pressure and kind of fear wow because i feel it all the time you know i you know, it was funny, Council of Dads was the very, my very first, first day that I wasn't terrified. Wow. And I don't know why that is. I don't know why. That was such a special show though. I mean, Thank that you. was all felt so meant to be. I I read the pilot during pilot season. I was like, this is like, I was crying during the end of it. I was like, this is so, such a beautiful, beautiful. It was, I think it was my favorite that season yeah, of all the pilots that I read. Yeah. I like, this is this, such an amazing. Mine too, and it was my first one. It was my first one for that season. It is funny because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., up until Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I had never booked a pilot during pilot season. Yes, I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah and obviously I'm not a regular on this show, so even to that point, I had never booked a pilot as a regular during pilot season. So Council of Dads became my third, but up until this point, I had never, everything else was like off season or yeah. straight to series, but yeah. yeah, it was freaky. But I don't know, um, you know, I, I saw Sarah Jessica Parker on Inside the Actor Studio one time and she said, you know, as long as you can get that first line out, then you'll be okay. So I really yeah. just, I really just try to get drunk on the circumstances. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do auditions too. You know, I try to get drunk on the circumstances before I walk in and just allow myself to just go. And I try to reassure myself that if I blow a line, it's okay. Okay, and everybody's here is on my side and you know that's what I do what do you do um I think I just cling on for dear life <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm better now I think I have better I think I just I have a confidence now a little bit like what you're saying on Council of Dads on the on the, the next couple things I've done since Shield mm -hmm. I felt a bit more just the confidence, like I deserve to be here. I'm going to own this space. And the worst thing that happens is, oh, this was my first day. I remember he said, um, yeah, I had to, he, I, I just walked past Ian and Joss was like, just give him a little tap or something. And <laughs> I remember feeling so nervous to just like 
touch this stranger. I was like, <laughs> what do I do with my friends? I complete, it's like when they tell you to just walk. Yeah. And then you go, oh my gosh, how do I walk? I have no idea with all these cameras on me. And you look like a robot. Yeah. I remember that. And obviously that, that took probably four hours to shoot that one little bit. And then you see it and you go, oh, that was two seconds. Right. Um, but I think now I deal with my nerves a bit better, maybe. Well, it sounds like you don't feel them as much anymore, which is yeah. Great. I think I, I think I feel them before, and then as soon as I get on set, I kind of feel like I'm at home. Oh, nice. After I get that first takeout, I feel, and then I feel like, okay, oh, now I know what I'm supposed to do. I know what's yeah. being required of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, do you, look, do you like self tapes, so... Jay? Or do oh, you like I hate self tapes so much. I hate yeah. self tapes with a passion. You love self tapes. I, I you do? Really? I don't, there's, I'm doing something wrong. I've never booked a role on self-tape. Have you? Yeah. Have either of you? Uh, I have, but only just after okay. doing it for like, I don't Your know, latest gig was off of a self-tape. Yeah, my and, latest one. Yeah. Uh, but, and that was- that, By the way. Pardon? What is your latest gig? Um, it's, uh, we had to stop filming because <gasps> of everything, but- um, hopefully we'll start oh my gosh i forgot about the, all this stuff i'd forgotten about um it's an apple tv show called suspicion congratulations thank you it was the first thing i booked off tape i did it i felt like it was a busy week and i just kind of did it without thinking and there you go wow what about you zach uh what was the last thing that i booked off of tape you love tape i think it's because so of multiple whole... things off of tape I, I've booked a couple of things, yeah, but I but I think it's the whole burning one off because before I go into the like I like the banter and everything in the room, yeah. Especially if they give me a couple, like I think I always want one where it's like, okay, that's out of the way. Now let's yeah. like sink into it a little bit more. But oftentimes <laughs> it's like you don't get that. You don't get that. But at room. home it's like. But oftentimes you see you see yourself do it. It's like well, I can't tell the difference between my first. I thought it was so different hey, between. Here one and three <laughs> kind of felt different same. and I'm like right. but it looks the same right so, and then I send it in and then I go watch all the other takes and I'm like the first take was the best one yeah yeah 100 always yeah. always yeah. Um, I don't know what it is I there's a disconnect with me and tape and I don't know what it is my tape going to some vacuum never to be seen or heard from again so I feel the exact same I've come um, to a place, my, manager, my agent almost like, I'm almost at the place where I'm like, I won't do a self-tape. Good. You see that, I feel like that's a really good, like. I think you have to put yourself in the strongest position. And so much of our industry, so much of our role as actors can feel like we're just go, please, like desperate yeah. in a way. And I feel yeah. like there's a point where you step back and you go, no, this is, you know, this is to, fuel me up and is this yeah. something I want to do it like yeah. that's a it's that's a beautiful place to get to because yeah like, I get nothing out of it you know it's like I don't get to perform it I don't get to feel it yeah. I don't get to see if my choice is registered under pressure yeah. um, I think I'm close to figuring out what that disconnect is I think I'm really close because it has something to do with that getting drunk concept you know oh yeah I, I don't do that when I'm doing a self-tape so right because it's so yeah. clinical you don't have that okay it has to be now like yeah you need the whiskey it's the whiskey the character whiskey yeah I remember this scene because um they had all these like bodies on the floor and they were all 
you know, um, like Dummies? silicon models. Okay. And you don't really see them in this, but my whole day was spent with this little, um, <laughs> what are those things, like an earbud thing. I know, I kind of remember this for some reason. And I was like digging out of it. And I remember thinking that was my whole day. And <laughs> you know, when you don't really, like I didn't really think about where I was in the shot. Like I would never look behind the, the screens to see kind of, am I in the foreground? Am I? And the whole day I was not really in the shot. And <laughs> I could not have concentrated more on that little thing I was picking up. But I remember that piece being in every commercial for the show. It was, there was something about that piece that just passed yeah. where you're holding the thing up that really like sold the show in a lot of <laughs> A scientist. <laughs> I think your line was, it's alien, right? Oh, I didn't even hear it. I think it was something like, check on the comments. I think somebody will say what it was. I think you said it's alien. It's alien. It's, or it's not of this world. I think that's what you said. Oh, gosh, that was just so fun. And this, apparently this was um, their audition scene, this scene that's yes. playing now. Yes, and Bye. she auditioned like 1,700 times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. If I were her, I would have been so sick of this scene. I would not have known what to do <laughs> by the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. It's not of this world. It's that was it. Yes, it was in every gosh, commercial. What a memory. That's how I remember, because I saw it every time I saw a commercial. You know, this was the only job I've ever done in my entire life where I was boarding a plane when the commercial came on. And I only knew that because somebody texted me. I was like, oh my God, you're in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I couldn't talk about it up until that point. When I landed and got off the plane, people were like, oh, can't wait for the show. <gasps> I was like, what the? How'd y'all figure it out that quick? It's pretty cool. What? Strangers That's... off the street? Yeah. Wow. It's hard to remember. Oh my gosh, look at you. You just pushed the whole thing over there. I adore this scene. Did that feel, I mean, how cool did that feel to do? Super cool. Super cool. <laughs> it was so big like, help. Yeah. How does it work? How do you? It was all on pulleys and people were pulling stuff and um, it was on hydraulics and weird things like that. So yeah, it was fun. It was fun. You know, it's so funny because I, Joss is such a great director because I didn't foresee that everyone, when it, when, during this scene, everyone's like, oh my God, he's the villain. What a horrible person. And I never saw it that way. I never saw it that way. But everyone, Well, good. You shouldn't ever, you, right. you know, it makes complete sense to him to do that. And he's so frustrated. To me, the, like the factory guys, the villain, but it's interesting, like, it's kind of fun to walk that line of, kind of do we love him do we not like we might get it but is he a bad like you don't really know what you're being set up for because every villain still has like a, a heartfelt story as to why they got there in mm -hmm. these kind of things you know right and I never saw him as being anything other than someone who was just working through his circumstances as they came even later on when he became Deathlock and you know people say how does it feel to play the villain and I'm like I, I am I playing the villain Yes. Is that yeah, <laughs> I love that though. Sympathetic character. <laughs> no, that's perfect as an actor. Oh my gosh, these scenes around that table, we would be in there for hours. It's why I think they blew up the blew up the bus because they were just Sick so over scenes in that room.
and you all have to decide how you're going to lean on the table right from the word go because two people can't lean on it in the same way really so it'd be one of those like i'm putting my hands down like ming clearly won in this one she's got both her hands down she is stable where was this scene in the production like toward the beginning or the end i think this was towards the end because i remember like ian and i have this kind of nice bickering stuff. And it felt, I just loved being in a double act. It felt so safe. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were a great double act. Was that chemistry instantaneous or did you have to work for it? Like, was it, did you have to like negotiate like the overlaps and stuff or was it pretty natural? It was natural. I mean, it was all written oh i love this scene look at you coming in oh i keep getting wrapped up in it i know it's hard not to though it's crazy because you know when you see it on netflix it's 43 minutes or whatever right and so much is developed of all these new characters but specifically your character in that amount of time and it shows how brilliant of an actor you are because that's not an easy thing to do, to organically show all these different waves of emotion. And then by the end, to have this mm. goosebump inducing scene whilst having a spider bite on your eye. Like really, <laughs> you can see why they searched and searched and searched for this role because it's mm. it's everything about the pilot. Mm. If you if you kind of drop the ball on this, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. Yeah, I just got nervous all of a sudden. <laughs> I, I was also very, very lucky that Joss was directing it as well. Um, yeah. Because obviously, you know, a, a guest star is very difficult, even though this was the pilot, but still, no, so guest, star, guest star is very difficult because everyone yeah. else is, has a longstanding relationship and such. But because Joss and I are such, you know, we're such good friends and um, we have such a good um, working relationship. Yeah. Um, and I trust him, you know what I mean? Um, that that helped so much, you yeah. know what I mean? Totally, and yeah. so much about trust. And it's something about, something with doing a TV show, that mm -hmm. every episode is a new director. Yeah. So as, oh my gosh, I loved this bit, getting to, this was all practical. I really got to saw through this thing and goo out of it. Yes, they had to reset it every time. And that was all just no acting required there. I was so <laughs> you were in it. That. I was in it. You were that, all the way in it. That lab was so cool. Everything worked and spun around. That's and so crazy. We could just play with it at lunch and just kind of have such a cool time. Right. Now, was this scene hard? Like in terms of none of that being there? I know you're about to, well, you come in in the next section of this scene, right? Yeah. I. They were, it, it was weird. Yeah, they were definitely weird. I feel like season uh -huh. one was a lot of this, a lot of the kind of stuff that isn't real there. Yeah. Like when we have to do the hologram table and things. Um, I didn't have to do too much, but there's a lot of tennis balls, look here and everyone <laughs> look there. And this, this whole day felt like I was in a sci-fi comic book, just immersed in this world. I'd never been on a set with this 
like you say, that has like the sheer size of it, but then everything working as an actor to have a prop that actually does what it you're works. trying to act like it does. Obviously, yeah. the hologram wasn't there, but it was just such a cool day of, you know, they say when you're training as an actor, you kind of have to be ready for everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, you obviously have to imagine it. And that, But then being there and acting opposite a tennis ball, that's the kind of stuff that you read in magazines of people right. in huge movies and that you just can't imagine. Right, but it's amazing training though. Yeah. It is such wonderful training for like, like when you're doing like a family drama or something and you have to, you know, look off camera and the person's not there or something's not there or the actors aren't there. It's great training for that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, and in, you know, in auditions, you don't have the actor there. Sometimes sure. the reader might not be as, you know, it's, it all works. Oh, oops. So now's the time that I'm going to send in the Zoom link to the live chat. Oh, nice. And then when the episode is done, oh my gosh, I remember this scene. For some reason- It worked more than three days. This looks like it took a lot longer than three maybe days. Maybe it did work more than three days. I think it only worked a few. Because they put her up in a hotel down in Santa Monica. And it was like, I can't believe we're living in a hotel. Yeah, we were month. on vacation for a month. It was so fun. But you um, lived in LA at that point, right? I was technically in England. So okay. I had been in LA for that year and then kind of decided, oh, it's time for me to go home. And this was kind of the last audition I did before going home. Wow. And um, and I found out I booked it and I completely run out of money. And they said they'd fly me back to shoot the pilot. So I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in England when you found out? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm remembering that right, because that's right. what I say, but I feel like that's right. No, you knew it. I thought you knew before Thanksgiving, because you came to my house for Thanksgiving, and then we went to Chicago, and you flew home, and you knew. I thought that you'd been told already. Oh, uh, if I didn't know, <laughs> I couldn't afford the ticket. We're like an old married couple. It's like, you what are. you read, what, like, what I forget, you remember. I just remember me saying, it. hey, can you fly me back from England? Because I can't, uh, there's no, the, the, no, the that was like worth getting as 100%. Yeah, they hired you. And you two are relationship goals. Right, I'm going to try and put this little Zoom link in. Oh, how do I do? Gosh, I'm to say that I can't imagine how they did those in three days. Yeah, I I mean, listen, my memory <laughs> is so, can I just text this to you? And you yeah, yeah, of course. Especially because you did seven seasons. I mean, it's easier for me to remember because it, you know, sticks out, you know. Oh, as the I pattern, don't know. You know. I feel like um, you're just being very kind there, but. Oh, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Trust me. Uh, I wouldn't remember either. Oh, oh my gosh, I nearly, <laughs> I nearly called out your telephone. So <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I'm sending the Zoom link to Zach, who is going to put it in the chat because I don't know why it's I can't get it to work. Well, that was. Where was this movie. shot? This was shot at Union Station, was Union it? Union Station, yes, Union Station. Um, in LA. Downtown LA. Um, this was toward the, was it the beginning or the end? I think it was the end. I remember we're all there and there's a picture that was taken on this day. I, um, 
that I feel like is one of the first pictures that we took and it was just whenever I see it, it just oh it just takes me back because right was, back there so, yeah such a huge gosh I've forgotten all those people that were there I want to show you this Joss ad he just this was a uh, two things he came up with on the day on the spot and uh they had to be run you know run up the pole run up the chain as as it were so there's okay so all of this is scripted 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 yeah Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> he came up with that. That was all he just made that up on the deck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> really cool. With the hitting as well? Yes, and the guy flying through the air. Yeah. And then the, here's the other thing. There's one other thing that was a special I mean, he's just working off of his off of his brain. You know, because for those who don't know, like all of these things are heavily choreographed, budgeted. Um Everyone knows the, you know, the shot list, all of these things, but he just got inspired for a couple of things. Which is amazing because when you think of the pressure that we felt. Yeah, that, boom, that he you made up that on the spot. Oh. That was so dope. Yeah, exactly. The pressure that we feel, the director, you know, especially on such a big budget pilot like this, you know, the pressure has got to be immense. Oh my gosh. I'm just, the amount of people there that, the time it takes to reset and just adding, adding a man flying could add six hours to your day. Right. Crazy. Is this at Union Station two? Yeah, because so this is. is the upstairs of it. Boy, what a monster day. Monster. Monster how many, day. How many days did you work, Jay? Do you remember? I mean, you must have been on so many days. I, I, I think I worked because uh, my very first shot was the very first shot of the whole show, which was us in the window at the toy store. Yeah. And- um, With the big explosion? That was my very first day, very first <laughs> shot. The explosion, I think, may have been my first shot, actually. Oh my never, gosh. I've been more nervous before or since. She better, she worked this scene out, baby. Oh my gosh. Yes, I remember with the rumors about this fight, because not many people were there. Um, uh -huh was just so, we were like, who is this ming na <laughs> How did they do that fall? Because I feel well, like- It was a practical fall and they did it with a stunt double. I didn't do that, obviously. Um, a stunt double did that. And he got- We were all there watching that. So I really should have remembered, but now you say I do remember. And we were just, everybody was holding their breath because that's a big fall. It was a big fall and he got a standing ovation for, I mean, it was incredible incredible they tried to do a insert of me falling but i just couldn't i couldn't it was slow motion and i was on a thing and i was dangling i probably look like an idiot i probably looked like i was trying to do the wop challenge dangly <laughs> limbs just everywhere it didn't work so they didn't use it i think it's better to use the full shot of the fall yeah. and you know oh gosh this scene Is it, was this your audition scene? This is my audition scene. Wow. wow. Yeah, like one of three, but yeah. Oh. oh such amazing work. Thank you, thank you. It was such great writing. 
Can you turn it off? Oh, the shots he chose are just so. They're giants. Look like a step Oh. I know. I've seen giants up close, and that privilege cost me nearly everything. But the good ones, the real deal. Not heroes because of what they have that we don't. It's what they do. You're right, Mike. It matters who you are. It could, you know. Be a hero. Oh. Carry on. Oh, it's just so <laughs> painful when that happens. Clark oh my gosh, Jay, that really got me. Well, thank you. Yeah. Clark was so sweet. Like, they started on me and I was doing, I had to do so many takes of it, different sizes and stuff. He just came up to me, this is our first day meeting, I think, and he just came up to me and goes, hey, I just want you to know, man, you're killing it. Oh, oh so my. sweet. Yeah. That was so nice. Because he gets it. He gets that feeling of, I mean, there's so many people there for one yeah, huge yeah. monologue. It's mm -hmm. your kind of climactic scene. Right. And the 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 energy on that day was palpable. It was everybody was so excited. There were so many stunts, so many people. We all had we oh my gosh, I'm just filled with You know what? You said the same thing to me. You did too. Oh. Now that I recall, I was yeah. like, "Oh my God, you're so amazing!" It was, but you have no idea how much that, you know, puts you at ease. So thank mm. you for that. Oh my gosh, of course, that was special. I think we were all just watching it, going, "Oh, that's to remind me of the Zoom link." Um, going, "Wow, there's no acting required. I've got a feel for this guy." <laughs> and it's representative of just what this show was trying to be about you know right. it was setting up yeah. what the next six years we didn't know that then but what it was right. going to be and you know with the introduction of sky being the audience and for her to hear that and for that to be what it is mm -hmm. you know what mm -hmm. colson said to you that's the whole show wow that's so interesting that's deep wow deep. So they, they knew what they were doing from the from the very beginning they knew what the show was about absolutely where it was gonna go that's crazy and it was you that jumped it off this show will always be such a big special part of my heart always you're such a huge part of it and look at you you got to do seven seasons unbelievable 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 no I one does the, that anymore. It seems like no one does that anymore. No, it's so rare. Amazing shows, Council of Dads. Don't, don't, don't get to do more and more episodes. It's but so. Even, it's even even seeming, you know, even successful, you know, very shows that don't get canceled after one season, like Council of Dads, do five seasons, four seasons, and then they do ten or thirteen a season, and never make it to a hundred episodes, like. I right. think you guys are going to be one of the last shows to ever make it to 100 episodes. Wow. Well, and you were such a huge part of that, too. Oh, yeah, um, the 100th episode. That was fun. I'm oh, going to, oh, wait, is this the tag or is this the next episode? That was so fun. I think that was it. I think, yeah, What's I think that's it. Oh, I'm going to um, invite 
a couple people in that might have a specific question for Ooh. you or me. Or but wasn't the tag on that episode? I don't remember. Is this a tag? It could, I don't it? know. I just stopped it. So oh, I just stopped it just in case. Okay. I'm going to bring uh, someone in because sometimes it takes a while to connect to the. Does it still say episode one underneath it? Oh, here comes somebody. This is episode this is two. two. Here comes Lily Mizzo. Lily Mizzo. Oh my gosh, there's so many people in this Zoom. Thank you, guys. Hey, Lily, can you hear us? Yes. Hi. <laughs> um, you don't have to turn your camera on if you don't want, but there's a little emblem in the bottom left. Um, oh. Hi, how are you? Hi. I'm great. How are you? Good. Welcome. Yeah. Do you have a question? Thank you. Um, I didn't expect to actually get on. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I was always, I've always wondered, like, when like Fitzsimmons, they have like they say a lot of sciencey stuff. Whenever, if you don't like understand, like completely what's in the script, do you like do any research? Yeah, I think like prior um, to filming. Yes, Google is our best friend, so we'll Google everything. And then the writers know what it is too, you know, because so they've researched it to write it, so they'll um, fill me in on it. Some stuff isn't, you know, isn't really real, so you just kind of act your way through it. But yeah. I always like to know what I'm talking about. Like, it makes it much easier to act. Right, Jay, would you say that? Because you've played all sorts of characters that have... Different but also, skills. the cool thing about you in this role was you always seemed like you knew exactly what you were talking about, whether it was real, whether it was fake. You oh. really carried that sense of authority and knowledge. And that was probably, you know, one of the hardest things about the character was like being able to know that if you say it, it's true, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Because those, I mean, I feel like fake it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I like, you, know, I like to know everything I'm talking about too. Yeah. Thank yeah. You, thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, thank you. The episode is so great. Bye. 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 Okay, I'm going to let someone else Bye. in. I love that you do this. This is great. Isn't it so fun? It is. You've been so amazing too with your time and just with your stories i feel like i've learned so much as yeah well. yeah and i love how you let everything off I mean, that's so inspiring yeah how just... you booked it was just it's something to remember in those moments when you just feel like why are things happening maybe it's you know sometimes life's just hard and it just is awful right. but you know yeah. you can... and sometimes they are just um you know these periods of our lives and careers that just are there, I honestly look at it as um, a blessing now, you know, because yeah. it has filled something in me that I've never forgotten, which is that mm -hmm. I will never ever again allow anything outside of myself to define my value. Yeah. That's the lesson that I learned from that, whether it's my career, how well I did it in an audition, a performance, anything, you know? So amazing. That's such a great life lesson. While yeah. we're just, um, 
waiting for Todd. Oh. Yay, I know tomorrow you're doing um, something with Native Son on that's going to be on YouTube and Facebook, right? Yes, and on Instagram, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, awesome. I'm going to make sure that I get all the information correctly right now, but I'm doing a we're doing a uh, 25th anniversary celebration of the book B-Boy Blues, which is a very seminal book in the um, Black gay community. And um, so we're going to be talking about the, the impact of that book and, um, and just celebrating the author, um, you know, because it was written at a time when that kind of content was considered taboo. And, um, and also it was very rare. So this is really a celebration for the, for the author and I'm gonna make sure that I get the time right because I'm on a different coast than them. So I have it down as seven till 9 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern time, so yes, Eastern time. So that means four for us. Right. right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, okay. I See, struggle I, with I that always, so much. I always mess that up and I can't tell you how many times I have messed that up. Let me see, yes, 4 p.m. Pacific time. Amazing. I do that with my meetings. I know, I know. I'm going to put the link when this video gets processed and goes onto the YouTube page and stays there. Right. I'm going to put the link to that, um, to their, the YouTube page of that. So you guys can go and see the video. Just, um, it's alive, right? It is alive. Yes. It will be alive. yes. Okay. So I'll put the link below in like five minutes when this video is up you can go there it sounds like we'll be watching that just sounds so um it's oh, gonna be great yeah we'll be able to watch the first part of it and yeah. then we'll go back and rewatch it it sounds um like such an incredible discussion really to have yeah. and what an amazing way to celebrate a brilliant author who was yes thank yeah. you so much for that yes of course by the way oh, can you hear us hi sorry oh, um, hi. I uh I didn't want to interrupt, but oh, you. <laughs> you have a question, Todd? Um, I actually do. What do you think about uh Chloe Bennett's music career? Oh my gosh, well I'm a huge fan. Have you heard Clobel's um singles? I did actually did, yeah. Oh, I think they're so great. Jay, did you know that Chloe used to be a pop star? I did. I found that out on the pilot and I loved it. I loved every second of that. Yeah, I found it out like a week ago and it... <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole new world. I love it. <laughs> I petition her all the time to do another album. She should. She should. She, she should. Yes, she should. In celebration of that and your great question, Todd, I'm going to let everyone in the waiting room in. I only I have a lesser limit on my Zoom now, so that's a hundred people are gonna come in because that's my limit on Zoom right now. Uh -huh. Um as we say goodbye, it'd be great to fill it up with people. So what happens now, Jay, is like it gets crazy and everyone's chatting and it's really exciting. So I won't really be able to hear you and you won't be able to hear me. I'm gonna keep it running for a couple minutes as people come in, but I just wanna say thank you so much for your time, for your wisdom. That was such a cool experience Very cool. just for us. And hopefully you guys watching this can feel inspired. And um, I'm just going to take that away with me about you saying you had the worst year of your life before booking this. And in retrospect, you know, it felt like 
it was all happening yeah. for a reason. Yeah, but a blessing. I mean, what, yeah. a, what an amazing perspective to have on that. Jay. Yeah. You know, thank you so much for asking me to do this. I love spending time with you both. I adore you both. You're so awesome. I'm so, you know, one of the great blessings of the job was getting to know people like you and everybody else on the, in the cast and in the show. So thank you for asking me to do this. And I love oh staying connected God. to the community, you know, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. You're the best. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. I got to see what this looks like when everybody comes in. Yeah, people are coming. Oh, <laughs> How much do you love Jay August? Isn't he just the best follow him on all social media he is j august richards on instagram j just the letter j august richards on instagram and he's a brilliant person i'm not really on twitter but i think he's on twitter as well and it's probably the same thing but just search j letter j august and you will find him thank you so much jay for being here thank you you guys for being here please rate review i will be reading out comments potentially doing giveaways further down the line and now we're on this whole new journey of podcastery which as I say I listen to a lot but I've never made one so do let me know some pointers and you know constructive criticism if that's what you want to give and yeah give us an email livewithlilpodcast at gmail.com I'm going to figure out exactly kind of what to put in here of what you guys want and kind of go off that but we can do comments of the week giveaways dilemmas tell me guests that you might want to see uh, and then moving forward then um you know you can obviously have a huge influence on how it looks so or how it sounds hey eh? getting used to the medium thank you so much for being here thank you for listening i have been elizabeth henstridge this has been live with lil episode one thank you for being here I feel like I've said thank you for being here so many times. Can you tell? I've had two cups of tea and currently on my coffee, which, as I said at the start, has had my headphone in it. So fingers crossed that's not weird and gross, but I suppose it's all in the family. My ecosystem family. Oh, gosh. Hey, thank you for listening. Give us an email. Give us a rate and review. We'll be reading your comments. And love ya. See you next time. <laughs>